God's people have the privilege of being able to be in the Word and uh, be able to worship uh, in this land. For us, too, to just kind of pause and do some uh, remembering. You know, what's interesting is as you look at the, at the Scriptures, and especially in the Old Testament, if you look at the activity of God, uh, you see over and over again where God admonishes his people uh, to remember. Uh, you can go, for instance, to uh, Joshua, to the experience when, when uh, God's people were crossing over the Jordan uh, to take, you know, the promised land that God had promised them. And, you know, you remember the experience that they'd been in the wilderness and they get there to the, the edge of, uh, of the Jordan River. And, uh, you know, the, the Ark of the Covenant, the priests walk with the Ark of the Covenant before them. And as they, you know, their toes touch the water, it says the water draws back. And they walk out and they stand in the middle of the Ark of the Covenant, in the middle of the River Jordan. And the waters have parted and all the people pass through and everybody's on dry ground. And when everybody gets past, when everybody gets through the Jordan, you pick it up and uh, you get this instruction uh, from God in Joshua 4. It says... When the whole nation... Interesting, isn't it? I mean, here you have this, this tremendous experience, you know, kind of the parallel of God rescuing people from Egypt at the Red Sea. Now you have that, that parallel experience at the River Jordan, and, and they're through, you know, the Jordan, and they're on dry ground on the other side. They're standing on the promised land for the first time, and, and God says, now, wait a minute, wait, wait, before you advance, go back and get 12 stones. And not just any 12 stones. Go back and get 12 stones from right at the place where the priests were standing in the middle of the Jordan. So no walking up to the edge and just getting, you know, five little pebbles. I mean, go, go back out in the middle and get five stones from right where the priests were standing. Isn't that peculiar? I mean, why, why would God go to all the trouble to make sure that Joshua and the people get this instruction. That's quite simple, right? Because God wants to make sure that his people remember. He wants to make sure we remember. That we simply don't forget. And so he has them go out and get the 12 stones and take them with them. And when they camp that night, they pile those stones up and they create a monument. And the idea of the monument is just simply there so that somewhere down the road, somebody will bump into those 12 stones and ask a simple question, what's up with the stones? <laughs> and there'll be an excuse to remember. Sometimes that's just what we need, isn't it? We just need excuses in our life to remember. Why? Because we're so good at forgetting. We're just so good at forgetting. And so God builds memories and monuments in our lives so that we can remember. Memories and monuments. The memories and the monuments of, of our, our experience are, are set in place so, so that we can just remember them. We can pause occasionally and we can just remember. So you look at Deuteronomy 6 
and you've got Moses speaking to God's people, and it's before they're going to go into that that op- the first opportunity they have to go into the promised land, right? He's talking about when they get there, before they go in, and he says, When the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with a large, flourishing cities that you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good stuff that, that you did not provide, wells that you didn't dig, and, and vineyards and olive groves that you didn't plant. So when you're in there... forget. Don't forget. You see, it's important to us in our walk with Christ, in our walk with God, to, to make sure that we have good memories. Don't forget. Don't forget. You see, it's so easy for us to forget. Life gets going so fast, we get pulled this way and that way, life unfolds, and, and somehow we, we seem to just be so prone to forget. Husbands and wives, don't forget. Don't forget that day when you stood before God and his people somewhere, sometime, and and you stood up in front of a minister and you said, I do, I will. Don't forget why you did that. Not just that you did that, but but don't don't forget the emotions and the feelings and, and the commitment that you were making on that day. Don't forget. That's too important. Don't forget that. You know, don't, moms and dads, don't, don't forget that day when uh, one of you had a glimmer in your eye and you looked at the other one and said, you know, let's have a baby. Don't forget everything that brought you to make that decision that says, yeah, we're, we're ready for that, that new person in our life. We're ready for that responsibility in our, in our life. We're ready to take on the opportunity of having an impact to bring another person into the world. Don't forget. Don't forget that. You know, don't, don't forget when you're when you're at your desk and the day's getting long and, and the time's getting late and you're starting to look at the watch saying, you know, when can I get out of here? Don't, don't forget what brought you into the career that you're in right now. I mean, don't forget the dreams, the desires, the hopes that you had for being able to do something really good with your life through this job or this career or this purpose in your life. Don't forget. Don't forget. You see, there's this call on our life to be people who have really good memories. And what's interesting in the text, in verse 12 there, when he says, you know, be careful that you don't forget. Of course, he says, don't forget the Lord, right, who brought you out of Egypt Remember the Lord and remember his activity. Now, what activity is he referring to? Well, what's interesting here is they are standing, getting ready to go into the promised land. And everything before the don't forget was all about, hey, when you're in the promised land and everything's good and you get comfortable, don't forget. But notice what he asked them to remember. Not just the experience of, hey, 
going in and getting all this good stuff. But he goes all the way back to say, don't forget the time when you were a slave. He goes all the way back to Egypt. He says, don't, don't forget. Don't, don't forget. Go all the way back to that time when you were a slave. So here's a question for you. Do you remember the time when God invaded your life and set you free in Christ? Do you remember that time? Do you remember that day? Do you remember that experience? February 20th, 1955. Do the math. You can figure it out. February 20th, 1955. That's the day I was baptized and God invaded my life and said, I belong to him. Now, I've got to be honest, he's been working overtime ever since, but that's when it happened. His grace just invaded. Remember that time. You see, we need to remember and have a good memory. Have a good memory of what a great God we have and what he's willing to do. You go back to Moses in Deuteronomy, and the, and the people are at that first opportunity to go into the land. And Moses says, then I said to you, don't be terrified. What an incredible God you have. Remember what an incredible God you have. We should remember that. I mean, over this weekend, we should remember, obviously, the, the sacrifice of those who have served our country, those who have given up their lives. We should remember the sacrifice of, of our military who's serving, you know, all over the world and protecting our freedom. We should remember all those uh, People who have gone before us and made it possible for us to be free and be in this room. But we're God's people. And we ought to remember and tell the stories this weekend of how God's worked in our life. We ought to remember that. And tell the stories this weekend of how God invaded our life and has brought us to this place. Monuments and memories. Memories and monuments. They're important to us. Why? Because memories and monuments also assure us. They assure us. You go back to Exodus, and when God was rescuing his people from Egypt, he gave them the Passover meal, remember? It's there in Exodus 12. And he says, here's the meal, and I want you to do it every year. Why would God give them a meal and ask them to do it every year? They could have done it one time. And he rescued them, and everything's good, and they're out of slavery. But he said, no, this is a memorial. Do this meal over and over again every year. Why? Because he wants him to remember and be reassured that if he did it once, he can do it again. Why do we get this incredible experience every week to come to his table? Because Jesus sat at a Passover table himself and gave us a meal. And we do it every week. Why do we do it every week? So we can come to his table and remember and experience the assurance that we are no longer who we were. We are a different person today, right now, because of who God is. Monuments and memories, they assure us, they reassure us and assure us of how great our God is. Nehemiah says it this way, so now our God, our God, the great 
and powerful God, honored with fear, who keeps his agreement and his loving kindness. Do not let all this trouble look small in your eyes, which has come upon us. Look how he's talking about God there. We should remember that, shouldn't we? We should remember how incredible and awesome our God is. Memories and monuments. This weekend should be about memories. Memories and monuments. Memories and monuments also teach us, right? They teach us. I hope over this weekend that you're going to pause and you're going to have some some uh, uh, memories to share, uh, and not just as a nation, but just as a family. Uh, and, uh, you know, one of the things as a family was really great for, for my family was when we went to Washington, D.C. Been there? How many been to D.C.? Take the kids? Lots of you. Good. Isn't it great walking around D.C. going from monument to monument with your children and, and talking to them about these incredible people like Lincoln, Washington, Adams, Jefferson, right? And, and countless people that we don't know their names, but folks who fought in those conflicts and gave up their lives to make sure we're free and in this room today. I mean, that is an awesome experience to be able to sit down with your kids and tell them about those incredible lives and about the sacrifice they made. But I want to encourage you today, as God's people, over this weekend, don't forget to tell your kids also how God has been working in your life. You know, moms and dads, make sure you tell your kids how you met this person that's your spouse. Make sure they know the story of, of how you got together and how God brought you together. Make sure you tell the story of how those, those children came into the world and, and the joy it brought you to see an incredible gift of God come into your family and, and that they were it. Make sure you tell the stories in your own family and you remember the grace and the goodness of God over the years that he's been bringing into your life. Don't miss the opportunity. And in the midst of it, this weekend, we're going to remember the sacrifice of those who gave up their life for us. And there's, there's been sacrifice in your own family. There's been sacrifice. You should tell that story. Let your kids know what it takes. Let them know what you were willing to do for them so that they could have a better life. We should tell the story. In, in uh, Joshua, when they put those stones down there, one of the purposes was, and you can see it in this text, that in the future it says, when your children ask you, what do these stones mean, do what? Tell them. <laughs> you got to tell them. We got to make sure that we take the opportunities in our life to tell our kids these remembering stories, these memories and these monuments. Memories and monuments, they help us also witness beyond ourselves. Uh, one of the great things that's been happening to me over the last uh, month here is as we've been um, uh, meeting with candidates for our associate pastor position, you know, I've had the chance to meet with different candidates and sit down with them. And in the course of just talking not only about them, but also about Christ Church, but obviously also about myself, it's been great for me to be able to tell them how God has worked in my life and what brought me into ministry. And, and the way I do that is to go back to my memories and to go back to experiences where God worked in my life and they weren't necessarily joyful experiences. They were, they were really painful experiences. And yet somewhere in the midst of that, God was working to the point that it would lead me to be in ministry for my life. 
It was great to tell them those stories and to have those memories. It was great to look back and see how God had been working in my life. Don't miss that opportunity in yours. Don't miss that opportunity. This weekend, celebrate as a family. Celebrate the sacrifices that people have given so we're free. But also remember and tell the stories. Memories and monuments give us permission to be able to make that witness into our kids' life. And the challenge for us, the challenge for us is that right now, right now is our opportunity to make our own stories and to make our own witness and to make our own sacrifice. I mean, those guys like Lincoln and Adams and Jefferson and those guys that are pillars to our history as a nation, now it's our turn. Now it's our turn. And it's our turn to answer the call and to be able to do whatever it takes to be God's faithful people. And what is empowering us to do that is the memories and the monuments in our own life. To know that our God is big enough and our God is great enough and that he will always be with us. You're going to hear from Dave here as he shares his own story about how God has been working in his life and God has been pulling him forward in his life and uh, bringing him in to a new future. And that's because in our time, that's what God does. God works in each one of our lives to draw us forward and to make our own sacrifice. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this weekend, for the opportunity we have, not just as citizens, to rejoice in the freedom we have and to remember the sacrifice that's been given. But uh, thank you, Father, we can be your people. And we can remember the great sacrifice that was given by your son, Jesus, for each one of us. That he held nothing back so that we could live, that we could be set free. And so, Lord, we ask today, make this a powerful weekend in the lives of your people. That we can tell those stories, that we can have those memories, and we can build those monuments in our own families. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.